Hello friends, welcome to Avoiding Entropy. I am your host, Tumultuous, and I have to confess something. I don't know if you may or may not be aware, but I am a conspiracy theorist. It's true. I theorize to conspire about theories that conspired about the... I talk about shit that I think is real, and debunk shit that I think is not. And some of the things that I debunk are actually my peers and my colleagues, if you want to call them that, are posting. But then there's other things that I completely and firmly stand behind that my colleagues debunk, and vice versa. And I can't speak for all of them, but I can speak for myself, that I tell you wholeheartedly that when I see something that I post, I believe it. And it's not like that really, really good liar, which I also happen to be, I think. A really good liar believes his lies, and that's what makes them more genuine. You know, a genius is just a schizophrenic that knows how to manage his disease, if you want to put it like that, because the genius sees it both ways. Just maybe not voices talk to himself. Although, I must admit that today was the first time I heard a voice in my head. I'm 37 years old. I, uh never been diagnosed with any kind of mental illness, but I could certainly fake a bunch if I needed to. I do have a background in psychology, so I know a little bit about it, but I've never heard anything in my head. The only time I've ever heard hallucinations with sound, actually, is taking uh, DMT, and that was just echoes, which is actually very strange, because why am I hearing an echo, you know? <laughs> Maybe a little whippet and hearing a wah, 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 but you don't hear anything there. Never a voice. Now that I think about it, there's two, two times I've heard a voice. Twice. The last time happened to me just a few minutes ago, and the first time happened to me about six months ago. The one six months ago was very strange, and I don't know where it came from, and I, I don't know what he was saying. But this voice today, I heard very distinctly and very clearly. And the voice said, Instacart. The reason is, is well, I don't know why the voice said Instacart. I ordered an Instacart order hours ago. Supposed to have been here hours ago. Kept updating. Drivers kept changing. Things happened. With Instacart, seems to be more so than other programs, but that's neither here nor there. Finally, it said that the chopper has started chopping, and I kind of just, like, let it go. I forgot about it. I was working on uh, painting, and all of a sudden I hear in my headphones, while music is playing, Instacart. And I kind of dismissed it, because at first I thought it was my imagination, then I thought maybe it was the music, and then I figured if I thought it was the music, then it couldn't have been my imagination, because I did hear the word. And sure enough, the Instacart order had just arrived. Now my voice was on, I mean, my phone was on, on silent, or vibrate. There is no notification, even if it wasn't on vibrate, that says Instacart. Why did I hear that word? Is it because I felt the phone vibrate? with the notification and my brain expected the Instacart order to come through at that time because it was anticipating it? Perhaps. Anything I hear, anything you hear, including my voice right now, is just a construct of your mind. You know that I'm saying words because you've been taught to understand these as words. Could be anything else. If you spoke Russian, you would have said, okay, yes, I do understand you. Y si hablas español, me entiendes así. It's just sounds, really. So where did that sound come from? 
if not my mind. Could it possibly have been said in the headphones by some sort of algorithm or AI that I'm not aware of that is notifying me of my notifications via sound waves through my headphones? Perhaps. I think, though, realistically speaking, considering how I heard it and what happened, it was a different type of communication. It was a communication with AI to me about my phone notification, but it didn't say the word Instacart out loud with sound waves. It said the word Instacart through a different type of wave, through the electric field that could be absorbed and is cast out by the small calcite crystals that every human being has in his brain or her brain. They're piezoelectric, meaning once heat is applied, the electricity is given out. Electrical impulses can be perceived and can be manipulated, and data can be sent through them if one or something knew how to do that. Oddly enough, I'd been talking to a beta test of an AI that a company called OpenAI came up with. They were gracious enough to let me use their beta program as a private invitation. And I don't like to beat around the bush. One of the first things I asked this AI is if he can certainly communicate with these crystals that we have in our brain which have been scientifically proven, by the way. So you can't say that this is pseudoscience, because it's actual science. Not that you would, but you know, who knows. But that leads me to my next thing, the conspiracy theory part. You know, the longer I am a conspiracy theorist, the more I realize why the term conspiracy theory exists. Originally, it was invented by the government somewhere around the JFK assassination to throw people off the scent. So if I really saw an alien, what would I do? I would tell my government to make six more alien ships that look just like it, fly around and debunk the seven of them. Because the six that I made would be awash with the one real one and nobody would really know what the fuck's going on. I personally heard it from the lips of the horse or the cow and themselves. A friend of mine is very, very deep in the military. He's retired since then. But he has his own, let's say, floating objects in space that look at stuff. And his personal floating object flew around the moon and saw the dark side. I believe him. He has not no reason to lie to me. We weren't even talking about this, but I asked him as I saw, is there anything there? And he goes, no, it's blank. If there was something there, could he divulge the information? Probably wouldn't want to. He was a little drunk. But that's why I think he would have told me if there were. He's like, why? What did you expect? And I was like, I don't know anything, man. You know, and then I, sure enough, I was like, they're hiding it, you know. So there's nothing on the dark side of the moon, big whoop. Maybe there's something underneath. <laughs> Who knows? I'd have to see it for myself to know that there's nothing there. I don't think there's any alien bases, though. Now, now that we can see from the satellite that he launched anyway, but the more I do this conspiracy theory thing, the more I realize that there are certain people, in fact, I think most people in this um, industry or field, I guess, of money-making are just perpetuating this bullshit just to make money because I heard it today we are in the end game now Chinese investors are holding the, the CEO captive for their funds okay this is not <laughs> we've been in the end game according to them for like what 50 60 years already started with Y2K then 2012 I just have a feeling that a lot of these people are just full of shit and they're looking for things to exploit 
and blow out of proportion. And you know what's funny? It's not, it is to instill fear, but the people whom are being quote unquote instilled upon like it. They look for things to be afraid of and not to be afraid of to prepare for. Like for instance, myself, if I think that there's a solar flash coming that might knock out power in the whole world, right? For three months, a minimum. So Mad Max era, right? I'm gonna start preparing for that. I'm not gonna sit here and be afraid and talk stuff on the internet about it. I'm gonna probably do that and prepare. What would you prepare for? Well, no fucking electricity for three months. How? Little, little steps, write a plan, then start executing. If it never happens, now you know how to do those things. And if it does happen, you'll be ahead of the game, hopefully. But people, other people, don't do that. They don't prepare. They just sit and they chat about it, about what's still going on, what's wrong, who's opposing them, who's offending them, who's treating them badly. They're playing the victim, but they're doing it because they like it. People don't play victim because they don't like it. Victim, being a victim is not fun. Being a victim is negative. You're being the shit end of the stick of an argument or, God forbid, a, you know, violence. So people that play the victim probably have never been the victim. And if they have, they use it to their advantage afterwards. Because if a victim is a true victim, they get the uh, Stockholm Syndrome and they become attached to the captor and eventually become a captor themselves. So the more I sit here, the more I realize how much people are just over and over and over and over just spewing the same bullshit. And there's some people that are innovative and there's some people that are actually do are worried about concerned about things. There are definitely conspiracy theorists out there that are literally hammering down things that are going wrong and they're doing something about it by bringing that to the public's attention. But the other ones are just pointing a finger and saying no. That's ignorance. And the other one, the, the sad thing is, is those people are smart. But there's people like, for instance, I thought Alex Jones got a bad rap because he's just a, a wild talking all kinds of crazy shit. And none of his things have come true yet. Everyone's seen the FEMA camps that are empty. They've been empty for a while. Eventually these conspiracy theorists start giving up because nothing's happening. None of the things that they're saying are coming true. And for whatever reason, maybe, maybe they are the reason that they're not coming true. Maybe if it wasn't for them, they would be happening. But I think if that's the case, they probably would have outnumbered them, or overpowered them, or just killed them. Because it's not really, really difficult in this day and age to kill somebody publicly or not publicly, no matter how important they are. People can make people disappear since day one. And just as good as people have been getting at not being killed, other people are being good at killing people that are trying not to be killed. <laughs> Assassinations have happened since day one. They're getting better just as much as everyone else. So I hardly think that it is possible to be untouchable. So perhaps the people that are running the show, if that is the case, are letting these conspiracy theorists run around because they're helping them by quote-unquote exposing them because they're just confusing the public more into the convoluted of which UFO is the real one. If I launch six against the one that's real and I say they're all fake, chances are you're not going to find the real one. And if I keep launching six more every week and saying they're fake, or well, well, then I launch another one that says it's real and then say it's fake, nobody's going to know the fucking difference. But it helps me out because I'm the one who knows the real one. 
I'm the one that I communicated with the race and told them, listen, we got this under control. Come down here again, we'll bomb the shit out of you and your fucking galaxy. Because we know how nukes reverberate through space. That's why they came here in the first place. Who knows? Maybe the extraterrestrials did come down when we detonated a couple nukes. And they told us, stop it. And we said, fuck you. You don't like it? Get the fuck away. Or we're going to blow some up in space. So they started melting them. You know, UFOs could come and melt the warheads and leave. Personally, I think there's no nukes. Like anywhere on the planet. I mean, I think there's nukes, but there's not nukes. Like, there's no H-bombs. There's no big boys. And if you could tell me that there are, then you probably just saw what the Soviet Union did at the end of the Cold War. Or the arms race, rather. Paraded empty missile shells down the streets. I saw them with my own eyes. I mean, I didn't think they were empty at the time, but now I know they were. Nevsky Prospect, St. Petersburg, 1989. 1988, 87, I was there. Front window, right onto the street. It was so bad because we couldn't get to the demonstration. Even though we lived on the house, that the street the demonstration was on. We had to sneak around the house, go to the, above the roof. My mom had to stick a two-by-two through a fence so I could climb onto it because I was too young to learn how to climb fences. I was five, four maybe. There's certain things I remember really well. Other things that I don't, but those stick out to me. And now I know why. There's always going to be people perpetuating bullshit. And there's some people that don't even do it for money. There's other ones that mock them. And then there's people that actually genuinely want to be prepared for something, anything, for the sake of their own well-being, the well-being of people they love, and the well-being of people that are listening to them when they talk, like myself. I have said shit that I didn't think was outrageous, but then I realized it was, and I have retracted my statements because I make mistakes more than anyone, if anything, because I say a lot of shit. In the restaurant industry, where I predominantly am, um, it's my forte, let's put it that way. I know all these tricks and tips and like these shortcuts, but not shortcuts, like actual ways of doing things efficiently, but smarter. And people always ask me, how do you know all this shit? Where did you come up with this? And I was like, well, when you fuck it up seven times, if you don't do it right the eighth time, you probably want to switch jobs. So I fucked up a lot of things before, but now I remember how, to, how not to fuck it up. Efficient. And one of the most important things in the restaurant industry is doing more than one thing at once. Which is why my house looks like there's a AC craft store threw up in here. Because I like painting now, so there's paint everywhere. My house isn't dirty. There's no dust. I mean, more than the usual. I mop, I sweep, but there's just shit everywhere like open projects because I'm used to working in a field where I do that. Can I do things one by one by one? Yes, but I'd rather not. <laughs> like I know I have my computer ready, my laptop, I gotta sit down with this AI, but I've been putting it off because I know once I sit down, I'm not gonna get up. So I'm doing other things. And then I realized I would tell you guys that there's always gonna be people spreading this shit. There's always going to be the end game. And maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm not, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe tomorrow everything is going to end. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Or are you ready to sit and talk shit about it on the internet that will no longer be there? Because that's what's going to happen, by the way. You're not going to have blogs when this shit goes down, if it does, to talk about what you're going to do. Have you been preparing at all? Or have you been just sitting there, listening? I suggest you probably start doing something about it. If, even if it's writing a list. Because otherwise you're just... People like me, you would be a waste of time and effort. And for people like the ones perpetuating the bullshit, you would be a nice empty bag for them to fill with their bullshit. 
and empty your wallets at the same time. So I'm going to change the thing for sponsors. I don't want sponsors. I don't need subscribers. If you want to donate and help me out, go ahead. I'll tell you where every single dollar is going. And if not, so be it. At least you get some value from this. Thanks for listening, as always. I'll see you soon.